Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Well, it's a football Friday. Unfortunately, the Steelers aren't playing. Well, they would have played Sunday in Baltimore if they had won. But they have the rest of the offseason and summer and a long, long time off. But what the hell? We got a lot to talk about today. Let's get rocking and rolling. It is the Cook and Joe Show minus Joe. One more day. Uh, Starkey off. He'll be back with me Monday. Uh, We may hear from him when we do our picks at the end of the week, at the end of the hour uh, and the end of the week, for that matter, for the games this weekend. We're going to cover those extensively a little bit later in the program, but uh, I hope you and yours out there are safe on this snowy morning. Uh, I thought it was going to be a lot worse than it was. I got up extra early, came in extra early, had a lot of stuff to do to prepare. No problem, but I understand the man behind the glass, Sean, don't call me Seth Myers, ended up taking a, a nap in the parking lot. You didn't freeze. You came in early and you took a nap. So what happened the other day, Ron, on Tuesday is it took me like an hour and a half almost to get here from Oakmont, which is like an hour longer than normal. So I thought today was going to be even worse. So I left ridiculously early compared to normal. And I got here with no issues. So I got here so early. I was like, well, I got nothing to do for the next 45 or 50 minutes. So, yeah, hung out of my car. Didn't caught you a little freeze? bit of a power why, nap. Why couldn't you come in here in, in the back room, the back, uh, uh, the, 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 bullpen area yeah i thought about that it's just one of those situations where there's enough people in and out that probably i would have either started gone up to one of the studios the sound studios yeah maybe in the future i'll have to take that Man, i hope you didn't freeze to death you don't got hypothermia do you no i am good i am nice and toasty here all right well i appreciate your diligence and getting here i took me a little longer than normal just a little just a little slower than normal but what the heck we got here we're ready to go uh, let's start with Steelers. Um, not to no one's surprise, yesterday afternoon, Jerry Dulac of the Post Gazette reporting that Art Rooney confirmed to him that the plan is to extend Mike Tomlin. Uh, that is hardly, I would say, surprising news because Tomlin is savvy enough and has been around a long time uh, that he wouldn't have told his team he was coming back next year on Tuesday if he hadn't had assurances. From Art, he's not going to put himself in a bad spot. He's not going to put Art in a bad spot. It would have looked pretty terrible if he says, I'm coming back Tuesday, and then Art says, ah, on Wednesday, no, no, you're not. So it was no surprise. I'm sure those two talked. I expect the extension will come. You know, you usually do it right around training camp. Maybe it'll come earlier this year because, you know, let a, a would-be offensive coordinator, uh, the Tomlin says he's going to go out and get – uh, let them know that the coach is going to be here for a while. 
Uh, but I don't think that's a big issue anyway because the Steeler coaches are always here for a while. Uh, you know, Chuck Knoll, after all the Super Bowls, had some tough times. They kept him. Bill Cower had three, you know, non-playoff years in a row. They gave him an extension. He got rewarded him with a Super Bowl. And now Mike Tomlin, in year 17 going into 18, is going to be back. And that's no surprise. Again, I don't really like it. I I think it was time to move on. But um, Art II clearly has a different point of view. I guess the question is, uh, you know, Tomlin said yesterday the Steelers are absolutely closer to being a legit Super Bowl contender than they were at this point last season. And I, I just disagree. I felt better about them last season uh, because of the 7-2 and two finish for one thing, but an even bigger thing was Kenny Pickett played pretty well down the stretch. He led those drives against uh, uh, the Raiders on Franco night on Christmas Eve and then the next week in Baltimore to beat the Ravens. And I felt like he was, you know, maybe he could be the real deal. You know, he didn't have great numbers last year, but I thought he got better as the season went on. Well, this year I totally feel different. Um, I, I think Pickett had a bad year by comparison to last year. At least he didn't get better. I think he got worse instead of better. So that's the number one reason uh, I don't think the Steelers are ahead of where they were last year at this point. And uh, I don't look at them as a real legitimate Super Bowl contender. I, okay, people will say to me, they won 10 games, right? They went 5-1 and one in what might have been the toughest division in the league. I get that. I do think Cleveland and Baltimore handed them wins early in the year, but that's just my opinion. Um, they still don't look like a Super Bowl contender to me. In fact, I'm going to talk a little later about uh, a suggestion I had at least to look at, not to necessarily do, but at least to look at, and that is to trade T.J. Watt or look into trading T.J. Watt. I think that would really help the retooling if they could get a couple number one picks for him. But we'll get into that a bit, little bit later, but – Wanted to talk more about, let you listen to a couple things that Tomlin had to say yesterday and my reaction to them. Um, I thought, like everybody else who listened, I know Dulac said it, uh, 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 Mark Caboli said it, the big boy, that that was as open and candid and uh, like heartfelt as Tomlin has been since uh, they can remember in 17 years of these press conferences. Uh, kind of opened his soul a little bit talked about his future, talked about the offensive coordinator. Uh, but the most important thing is he talked about the quarterbacks, I think. And he said he made it clear that Kenny Pickett will go to camp as the number one guy. He was asked if he had a quarterback on the roster right now, and he said yes. I mean, the quarterback, and that's Pickett, really the only one on the roster uh, that's going to be there by the start of the new year of football. When is that, March, whatever, uh, I think they're going to release Trubisky to save some money. I think, you know, Mason may come back as a free agent or may not. Uh, so, really, Pickett's the only guy he has at the, as of this moment. So, of course, you're going to anoint him number one. But he made it very clear uh, that there was going to be some uh, quarterback competition. We'll see. He said that uh, two years ago after Trubisky was signed and Pickett was drafted number one and Mason was on the roster and it was clear that from the beginning Trubisky was going to be the starter. There was no real competition. So we'll see if there's any this year. Uh, you know, Tomlin said there would be, but we shall see. 
Uh, he did speak glowingly about Mason and also about Pickett, and I want you to hear uh, what he said about Pickett first here. Um, ask about how comfortable he is with him, and this was his response. I'm extremely confident in him. Um, I feel stronger about some of the intangible things um, than I did, obviously, when we first started doing business with him because I have evidence of it. Um, he's highly competitive and professional. Um, he doesn't run from challenges. He runs two challenges. I think that's evident in the way he plays, particularly at the end of close football games. Um, he's got good framework. Um, to work with and for a young guy. Uh, he's mature beyond his years. Um, I'm excited about him. Certainly it's a big year for him. Uh, we met this morning and we acknowledge that. Um, it is a huge year for him. Um, but I'm also excited about just watching him wear that component of it because I just, I know how he's wired and built um, and I'm excited about watching him attack it. It is a huge year for him. Tomlin did a a couple, you know, uh, emphasis on a couple of words yesterday, and that was one that really jumped out for me. It's going to be a huge year for Kenny Pickett. And then he was asked about changes, uh, you know, on the staff, on what they do, how they operate, and he goes, certainly there's going to be changes. Very definitive, very uh, emphasized those words, huge and Definitely, or certainly, I guess it was certainly there are going to be changes. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what changes are made. Then we're going to talk about the offensive coordinator momentarily. Um, he is going to go outside for that. But let's stay on the quarterbacks for a little bit. He was asked uh, if Mason Rudolph may have opened his eyes in these last four games because Mason clearly was buried as the number three guy. Uh, you know, he didn't get a snap in 2022. He didn't get a snap in the first 13 games of this season. And then he finally got a chance, and I thought the offense looked better. I thought the team looked better. I thought the players seemed to rally around him the way I didn't see them rallying around Pickett. Um, And then, to no surprise, I guess maybe, that Deontay Johnson actually came out the other day and said he hopes Mason wins the job next year. I think Mason, they seem to play more confidence with Mason than they did with Pickett. Can Pickett win that back? Sure. Um, But I think they definitely felt like a little bit more confident uh, with Rudolph in there. So Tomlin was asked if uh, Mason might have opened his eyes a little bit. I don't think that any of us can deny what we've seen um, over the last um, month or so. Um, I cannot underscore um, how impressive it is to be ready. Forget performance, man, to be ready um, to deliver. Um, And he was, uh, and that preparedness showed. And so certainly, um, you know, we're less speculative about his capabilities because uh, there's evidence of it, um, and evidence of it in in tough circumstances. And, And Tomlin went on to say that he hopes to have Mason back next year. But then he went on to say also, just stating a fact, but Mason's a free agent. It's going to take two to tango. Um, will Mason want to sign back here again and, and take Tomlin's word that it'll be an open competition? I personally think if, if Rudolph comes back, he should go to camp uh, as the number one guy, and Pickett should have to win the job off of him. I don't think that's going to happen. I think Tomlin's clearly in Pickett's corner because he was the number one pick, and you know all the reports are that he was – Definitely Tomlin's guy that uh, Mike really wanted him. 
knew him from next door at Pitt. So we'll see how that plays out. But I'm not sure Mason's going to come back. I'm not sure I would if I were him. Again, you know, it's it's funny. Um, who, who was it that uh, I think it might have been Dulac in one of his stories this week said that uh, all three of the Steelers quarterbacks have felt disrespected at one time or another by Tomlin. Trubisky comes in here. He starts the first four games, gets yanked out at halftime of the fourth, you know, loses his job to Pickett, uh, starts uh, this season as the backup, ends up starting when Pickett uh, uh, is hurt, ends up getting yanked out of the lineup for Mason late in the season this year. So you got to understand Trubisky's probably not thrilled. Then you have Pickett, who – probably isn't thrilled. I think that's pretty safe to say that he gets benched late in the year for Mason. He lost his job because of an injury. And there's been all kind of speculation that he's unhappy with that, that, uh, you know, he might feel betrayed a little bit. He didn't speak at the uh, breakout day on Tuesday, which uh, not a real good look for him, in my opinion, because he's a captain of the team. Cam was available. Uh, TJ Watt was available. Uh, he was not. So, you know, we're going to have nothing to do but speculate about his future and how he's feeling going into his third year with the Steelers. Uh, he didn't exactly put any clarity uh, on that situation. And then obviously Mason, who gets buried as the number three guy for almost two seasons, um, he certainly can't feel like he had a fair shot with uh, with Tomlin. So, I don't know if Mason's coming back. I don't think you can just bring back Mason and Pickett. I think you got to go outside for somebody and uh, find a, a veteran. You know, maybe a draft choice, but preferably a veteran. You know, I heard people say Kirk Cousins. I've heard people say Russell Wilson. I heard one of the ESPN guys say they'd absolutely uh, be a, uh, a Super Bowl contender with a Tomlin defense and Kirk Cousins. I don't know how practical it is to get a Kirk Cousins in here. So, but they they got to bring in somebody. I just don't think they can win with the two guys they have, and I think that's been proven in the past 2 years. Maybe Mason could be the guy, maybe he could change it around. I'm not so sure. The other aspect uh of what Tomlin said, two of the number 2 out of 3 was the offensive coordinator. Um right off the bat said that uh he's going outside that he appreciated the work of Eddie Faulkner. And uh, the other Mike Sully, Mike Sullivan, after they took over when Canada was fired after the Cleveland game at midseason, but feels like an outside voice has needed a change. Uh, and he said it's even going to be a learning process for me. Sean, do we have uh, Tomlin talking about the coordinators back there? Let's uh, let's hear what he says, then I have a reaction to it. I want us to be versatile and dynamic. Obviously, we got to score more points. Uh, I want to be able to keep defenses off balance. I want to utilize all the talent that we have at our disposal. Uh, I'm excited about this process and the and the talent pool out there based on what I've seen thus far. Um, I'm really open to kind of learning through this process, man, and seeing uh, what people have to say about their visions. And so um, certainly I have a vision of what it looks like, but certainly open uh, to learning through this process. See, he said uh, he's it's a learning process for him. His last two offensive coordinators – you know, after Todd Haley left, uh, Randy Feetner was promoted. And then when Feetner left, uh, Matt Canada was promoted. So this is the first time he's going out to look for an offensive coordinator. 
And I just hope he brings in somebody, uh, preferably a young guy, a dynamic guy, an up-and-coming guy. Uh, and I hope that Mike lets him uh, lets him do his job and doesn't get, you know, don't throw the ball down the field. Don't be, a, you know, you can't turn it over. You got to be afraid. You got to live in your fears. He always talks about not living in your fears and scared money don't make money. But uh, that's not always his actions. And I think, you know, whether they put a handcuffs on Pickett to a degree, I'm not sure. Will Pickett be better with a new coordinator? I'm not sure. The offense did seem to open up a little bit with Mason, so I think that's a good sign going forward. But it's nice that he's going to go outside for a new coordinator. He could have said, oh, we improved these, you know, these last four day games. We'll feel better about it. We're going to continue with Faulkner and or Sullivan. I like that he isn't doing it. And he had one more thing he said about the uh, coordinator, Sean. Let's hear it. Ah, we don't have it handy. Okay. It's uh, okay. That's fine. Um, and then there was Mike's future. We're going to get into some of that. He was very candid about that, uh, about how he hasn't lost his fastball after 17 years. Still hungry. I thought one of the most poignant things he said uh, is he wants to help these guys have confetti falling on them. And we're going to hear this from him. Uh, he, and he said that uh, one of his big regrets in coaching is he said he was never able to help Marquise Pouncey become a world champion, uh, and which he is, is how Tomlin phrased it. He isn't a world champion, but he is. Um, I thought it was kind of interesting that he singled him out uh, that way. I sort of feel the same way about T.J. Watt and Cam Hayward. Um, I don't know that they're going to win a Super Bowl here. Cam, I really have doubts on. Uh, he's been here 13 years. Uh, I did see on his podcast, I guess, yesterday, he got a little little angry, a little defensive about speculation that he might retire. He goes, I'm not retiring. Uh, the season just ended. I just want to have a chance to get healthy. So Cam's going to have to, you know, take some sort of pay alteration. I think he's a $22 million cap hit next year. They can't bring him back at that. Uh, and I know he was hurt badly all year, both groins, his knee. Uh, he said on this podcast, I could hardly run at the end of the season. Uh, I want to see him get healthy, and I want to see the old Cam, but I don't know at 30, what is he, 34, going to be 35, uh, that he's capable of that. He certainly, you know, he wasn't this year uh, of a big money player. He just, his body didn't allow it. But anyway, he says he's coming back. I don't know that, uh, that he's going to win a Super Bowl. I certainly don't know if uh, T.J. Watt is going to win a Super Bowl here. Damn, i just like to see him win a playoff game, right? It's been seven years, seven long years, seven long years. The, the tournament goes on, and uh, the Steelers haven't been a part of it this late uh, in seven years. So we'll see. Uh, I'm going to let you hear a little bit later about what Tomlin had to say about his future, about how he hasn't lost his fastball. Uh, that'll be coming up next. Uh, we also have Tyler Kennedy dead ahead, uh, his weekly Friday visit. Uh, to talk about the Penguins, who have been off since a really impressive win against Seattle on Monday, uh, three nothing over Seattle, another shutout for Tristan Jari, but they don't play again until tomorrow night in Vegas, so it's a bunch of time off for the Penguins. So we'll see what Tyler thinks about that. Uh, they keep losing ground a little bit uh, in the Eastern Conference and in the Metro Division. Washington, Philly, I think every team in the East won last night. 
But Washington and Philly, which I don't think have staying power, keeps proving me wrong because they're showing a lot of uh, staying power. We'll talk to Tyler Kennedy about that next. It is a snowy uh, Friday morning in Pittsburgh. Be safe out there. Take your time. I always say I have more time than money. So take your time driving, and uh, thank you for having your radio tuned in to the Cook and Joe Show on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All right, let's go out to the fan hotline. It's presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years and welcome in Stanley Cup champion Tyler Kennedy. Tyler, uh I heard you railing about the Pittsburgh drivers the other day. Have you are you have you been out on the road yet today? And did are you are you safe, I guess is what I want to ask you. Yeah, I was out there. You know what um I didn't see too many cars and what I like to do obviously come from Canada. And kind of what my dad always said, like, as soon as you get in the car, kind of try to spin the tires on the road just a little bit to see if it's icy or there's grip, you know, and that kind of determines what kind of driving style or if you take a little more cautious throughout the day. But uh, it's great seeing the snow. I, I enjoy seeing this. Well, that's funny. I do what you do. I, I come out of my driveway and on the road, I... I, I kind of hit the brakes pretty hard to see if I slide, and if I don't slide, I feel like I'm going to be okay, you know? Yeah, exactly. All right, let's talk a little Penguins. Uh, really nice win the other day. I thought it might have been one of their best wins of the year. 3 nothing over Seattle. Jari, another shutout. But I just thought the work in front of him was excellent the other day. Uh, I, I didn't even think it, it was a, a challenging shutout for him because of the way they played defense. Do you agree? Yeah, I just thought everyone was back-checking the D or making clean passes out. They they played a really solid game, and over a period of time lately, they, they've really put it together, just clawing their ways, clawing their way, getting those extra points that they're going to need 
in about two, three months now. And how about, Sid, again, a, a goal and then an empty net goal. Uh, these numbers are staggering to me, Tyler. 42 games, 26 goals, 46 points. He's on pace for 51 goals and 90 points, and the man's 36 years old. Where's he getting this from? I mean, I, I can't say I'm surprised, but in a little bit I, way, I am surprised. Well, I think he's a determined hockey player. I think he's still hungry to be the best. I think he really wants to show people that he still has it to be an elite player in the league. And he, he's he's playing unbelievable. And, you know, I, I think he's going to have a real long career, just the way he takes care of himself, the way he can play the game. He's smart. You know, he he does everything extremely well. You know, he's real good around the net. He can still skate at that top speed. He can use his forehand back in extremely well. Like, again, you can use him throughout the lineup, but uh, the way he's shooting the puck this year, I've never seen that in the last 18 years, him shooting the puck this well. Uh, he's putting it in the net, too. 26 goals already. Uh, you said they're starting to play a little better. They are 10-3-3 in the last 16 games. Uh, they have 48 points. But they're having a hard time making up ground in the Eastern Conference and the division. You know, with these loser points, it doesn't help either. Uh, you know, they're still, uh, let me find where they are, 5th in the Metro, 10th in the Eastern Conference. Not that they're far out of a playoff spot. But what's up with Philly and Washington? I keep waiting for them to kind of come back, and they just keep on winning. Especially Philly. I thought Philly's bubble would have busted around Christmas, you know, but it just seems they've kind of rallied around being that team of underdogs this year. Everyone thinks they weren't going to be good. There's a little bit of controversy with what happened with that that guy that wanted to trade. They've really rallied around. I think Tortorella's got them playing the game they need to play to be successful. Um, again, they're playing real good hockey. And Washington, I don't know much. I, I really don't watch Washington play. I don't know much about them. But it just seems, again, they're getting everyone to help score goals and produce because they know Oveshkin, Kuznetsov, they've kind of fallen off, and especially Obi. You know, I don't even think Obi's got 10 goals yet, and they're still winning hockey games. So it's it's a real testament to the coaching staff to figure out how they need to play and how they're succeeding. And it, it's a special, special group in Washington to keep going and keep winning at the pace they are this year. Well, you talk about Ovechkin, eight goals in 40 games. Now, he played last night against Buffalo, uh, but he missed the previous three games with a lower body injury. I really gave him going into the year a pretty good chance of catching Gretzky. Now I'm not so sure. He's 64 goals behind him, uh, and he's only got eight in 40. I, I know Father Time is undefeated, right, man? He's 38 years old. I'm starting not to like his chances. Yeah, I, I was pretty confident he was going to catch him. I've seen this year and like watching, I watched a little bit of the game la, uh, last night they played and his shot isn't as lethal as it was. It's not coming off like that deadly shot he used to. It seems like um, everyone's shot's getting so much better. These young guys coming up, they're, they're so freaking good and scary. You know, and you know, when you look at the top goal scorers with uh, Matthews, uh, McDavid, those kind of guys, like they're doing what Ovechkin was doing, but they're also scoring other ways. It's, it's it's scary to see how good the league and how good the talent is coming up. But again, watching Ovi last night, 
and seeing the puck come off his stick, it doesn't have that explosion that he used to have. Uh, it's uh, uh, everybody gets old eventually, Tyler. We're talking to Stanley Cup champion Tyler Kennedy here. You mentioned Matthews. Did I see he's on pace for seventy goals? How do you score seventy goals in the NHL? I don't know. It took me like ten years. So, <laughs> um, no, like he, the the goal scorers. What they do is the biggest thing is they bear down on every shot. You know, some guys let up, they bear down on every shot, and it doesn't take them much to get off a hard shot. And when you see him, his one-timers are automatic. His little plays are back and forth and in the net. Like, he's so good in those little shooting areas. And the deflects he uses, the way he uses his body, and he's not a small guy. Like, he's a big force, but he doesn't play – that mean Ovechkin like back in Ovechkin's heyday, he plays more of a high skill game, of more of a shooting, dangling game, and he's going to be around for a while. And he, if there's a guy that might co- catch Gretzky too, he's another guy because I think he's his goals per game is higher than Ovechkin is right now. So throughout the whole career, his both their careers, so there's another guy coming up that might catch uh, Gretz, but. Again, those those guys are elite talent, elite shooters, and it, it's hard to find that. Tyler, I'm going to finish with one of what maybe one of your favorite subjects is your old teammate Mark Andre Fleury. Uh, passed Patrick Waugh the other day with his 522nd win, second place all time behind Brodeur. He's not going to catch Martin Brodeur, but how about his career? You played with him. I can't imagine uh, there's you're happier for too many people than his success. Yeah, I just see him smile, you know, and seeing how happy he is, see how, like, you know, he's very, very excited to still be playing, you know, and even when you see Sid and, you know, Malkin, they're excited to be still playing at that level and see seeing Flurry just getting those accomplishments is huge. And when I think about the goalies I played with, he made it fun to come to the come to the rink every day and shoot on him because he never shut up. He was so good. He'd give you some, take it away, and then we got in the dressing room. Either your your shoes were full of water or your helmet was had a cup underneath it. <laughs> um, so it was a lot of fun. But I remember a lot of times I'd go in the room, and this is a a great prank that he used to do is in practice before practice, especially everyone's tired. He'd get there a little early, and he'd feel he'd put a cup of water underneath your helmet so when you pulled it off you get a cup of water in your face and it was it was a classic you know and he's got me once or twice and he used to get all the rookies a ton but again he he did a lot of that stuff and it, it sucked at the time but it was again it was fun to be a part of it well i saw one you know clip of him like actually climbing into somebody's equipment bag and then when they unzip it he pops out of it and scares the hell out of them uh, he kept it light, didn't he? Yeah, he kept it light, like, all the time. And that's that's how you play so long. You know, you still got to realize that it is a game in why you, you're playing, you know, because you love and enjoy playing and the competitiveness and all that. And, you know, when you look at the guys that have been around for a long time, like Ovi, like Sid, they like to have fun off ice. They know when to take it serious. But they really enjoy being around the rink and being around the guys. And, you know, when I retired, 
the first thing I missed was honestly just having a coffee with the skates on, shooting it with the boys in the dressing room and just, just talking and just laughing. And uh, that that's, that's a thing you really miss. But again, the guys that are still around, they really cherish it now because they know it can end at any time. All right, Tyler, before I let you go, we're getting closer to the Kennedy Kegger Classic, aren't we? When is that coming up? Early February? What do you got going with that? February 2nd, I'm doing that adult tournament at South Park. It's going to be a lot of fun. We just added a beer pong, so I had to get my beer pong skills going up. But, um, you know, I'm just an old veteran NHL player that wants to play against some local adults and see where they're at. You know, and, you know, get a little break, a little sweat, have a good time and just be around, you know, a lot of good people that love hockey. How do you get information on this? How can people sign up for it? You can just go to my website, TylerCandyTraining.com and or just email me and or find me on Instagram. We, we're looking for one more team to kind of solidify it and make the the scheduling. But uh, we're happy where we're at. It's going to be a lot of fun. We've got a lot of people involved. Um, sponsored by Icy Light. I got my own beer, so I'll have to send you guys some. But yeah, uh, you know my my eight. two my two favorite brands are Free and Free Light, Tyler. Yeah, honestly, I think you, you might you might be a hockey player too, then, because <laughs> I know a lot of hockey players like that too. So um, no, it's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully, the weather holds up, but it's going to be a good good time. All right, Tyler, appreciate it, man. Look forward to talking to you next week. Okay. All right, guys. All right, let's get back to the uh, some Steelers talk here. Ray Fittipaldo going to join me at the top of the hour. Uh, a lot of things to go over with Ray. Uh, you can a Fan Twitter is brought to you by South Hills Kia in Peters Township. You can visit them at southhillskia.net. Let's get back into the Steelers talk. As I said, Ray Fittipaldo at the top of the hour right here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It is the 50-minute mark on the fan. It's brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge on Route 19 in Peters Township, where they are celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. All right, Ray Fittipaldo coming up in just about 12 minutes at the top of the hour. Uh, But I wanted to, you know, get back into a little Steelers talk here and let you hear a couple things that I thought were particularly interesting uh, from Mike Tomlin yesterday. Talked about the quarterbacks said Kenny Pickett's number one going to camp, which he has to say because he's really the only guy he knows for sure is going to be on the roster. I don't think Trubisky's coming back, and Mason uh, Rudolph is a free agent. said he uh, opened his eyes a little bit about Mason and would love to have him back, but you know, basically said it takes two to tango. Um, if uh, you know Mason wants to come back, the Steelers are going to do everything they can to bring him back. Uh, but, he, you know, he he's in the position as a free agent where he can go wherever he wants. So we'll see how that happens. Tomlin was also asked about his hunger, his drive, and if, if he ever worries about his job because he hasn't won 
a, a playoff game in seven years. And this was his response. Security is cool, um, but it's not a top priority for me. I've seen a lot. Um, I'm not job scared, um, but it does provide less questions um, and things of that nature, certainly. He was talking about, you know, has he cared about getting an extension now? Um, he's going to get one. Art Rooney said, told Jerry Dulac that much uh, after uh, the Tomlin press conference yesterday. No secret. I mean, we knew all along they were going to extend him. Uh, Art just made it official by telling Dulac, yep, we plan to extend him. I don't know if it's going to happen sooner than normal. It's usually right around training camp, right around, uh, uh, you know, sometime in July or August. But now looking for the coordinator, they're going outside. You want to allow any quality guy, a top guy that you might be interested to let him know that Tomlin isn't going anywhere. Not that I would think he would have much doubt about that anyway, because uh, Tomlin isn't going anywhere. I don't know at any time in the near future. Mike also spoke about his drive, I believe. Uh, he said he's always on go, right? Let's hear it, Sean. I coach football. That's what I do. Um, I'm respectful of the position that I hold. Um, I have no sense of entitlement in terms of what I do. Um, I just got a high level of respect for what we all do in this space. And um, I try to earn it daily. And I think that's just my mentality. Um, I don't ponder a lot of things. Um, I'm appreciative of of things daily. Um, and I try to work with urgency daily. And I don't know that that has changed. Um, it probably hasn't from my perspective. I'm always on go. He's always on go. And in, in fact, he even said later, his hunger may have even intensified over all these years. So, I mean, he was as candid again yesterday as I can ever remember him being. And he wants to be here for the long haul. We've had people speculate to maybe take a year off. And, you know, when I hear it from Jay Glazer, that's a possibility. Jay Glazer of what, uh, Fox, that, uh, you know, he's always been known as Tomlin's guy, if you will, in the media, the, the guy that Tomlin will give breaking news to, give breaking information to. When he says that it's a possibility, and then you heard it from Adam Schefter and also Mike Florio, it makes you wonder. But I've been told by many, many people that Tomlin is an absolute football junkie, that he lives it and he breathes it. Uh, I've been told that by guys who have coached with him. So I don't see him really going anywhere uh, anytime soon. And, and now Art's going to give him an extension. Uh, he's got a year left. What's it going to be, a year? Two years? Um, does he have a shot to make 20? Next year be 18, 19. If he gets a two-year extension, he'll be tied here for 20 years. Think about that, how long of a time that is. A lifetime in coaching. Again, I'll say it, I, I, I wish they would have moved on and tried a different route. I haven't seen any, you know, no playoffs in seven years is a long time. And not only that, getting killed in the last five playoff years is a long time. But uh, Tomlin clearly still hungry and made it clear yesterday, I'm always on go. Um, and I thought it was interesting when, and he had told me once before, this was years ago, you know, when you're coaching for the Steelers, it's, it's not a lifetime job, but you know, you got more security there than you do at just about any other position, any other coach. And he told me that it's something I don't take it for granted. And that's just what he said. Again, I have no sense of entitlement with this job. Uh, maybe he does, then he's just saying that, uh, but I tend to believe him on this. Um, 
He's a football coach. I think he's a good one. But I also think that, you know, sometimes it's better for both sides to move apart. And I happen to think that was the case uh, this year with Tomlin after this latest playoff. Uh, You know, I'm a little hesitant to call it a debacle because they were in the game with 10 minutes left, down seven, but they fell behind 21-0. They were dug such a hole that it's almost impossible to come back against a good team, especially a good team on the road. And as turned out, they weren't able to come back. So we'll talk about all of this with Ray Fittipaldo. He is up next, um, eager to hear what he has to say and ask the question that I'm going to ask you. How close do you think the Steelers are to being a competitive, not a competitive team, they won 10 games, they made the playoffs, but a legitimate playoff team, a legitimate Super Bowl contender. How close do you think they are? I don't think they're close because I don't think they have a quarterback, uh, uh, the, the, the high-level quarterback. Could they go out and get one? I mentioned earlier Russell Wilson. I mentioned Kirk Cousins. I see now uh, on, on Pro Football Talk that Kirk Cousins apparently told CBS Sports yesterday that, man, he wouldn't mind playing for Bill Belichick. Uh, Belichick, who knows where he's going to end up, although I guess he has a second interview either today or tomorrow in Atlanta. I can't imagine him going through the interview process unless he knows he's going to get the job. Uh, but Cousins saying, yeah, a six-time Super Bowl winner. Wouldn't mind playing for him. Well, So we'll see how that all turns out. But uh, Belichick and Vrabel and, and Jim Harbaugh are the three coaches. Uh, let's see where the dominoes fall. When one signs, uh, maybe it'll lead to a few other signings. Those are the three guys who are in the most demand. And then I see Detroit offensive coordinator Ben Johnson is being interviewed by six of the seven teams with an opening. Six of them. They all want a piece of Ben Johnson. That's what happens when your uh, Detroit Lions make the playoffs, A, win a playoff game, B, and trying to win two in a row for the first time since 1957. Yeah, I guess I understand why he's uh, in demand. Ron, am I crazy to think that it's clear to me that Harbaugh is the most attractive candidate based on what he just did collegially and all the success he had with the 49ers? Yeah, I think Belichick's up there, too. I think both of those guys, more so than Vrabel. Um, I think Harbaugh's going to name his ticket, whether he comes back to Michigan, whether he goes to the pros. I personally think he's going to go to the pros, and I think the law is coming for him at Michigan, and I think he's going to run away from it, just like Pete Carroll left USC to go to – the Seattle Seahawks. I don't think there's any question he's probably the highest in demand, but pretty hard to argue against the best coach of all time, right, even though he's 72 years old. All right, Ray Fittipaldo coming up next. A lot of snow out there today. Be careful. High of 28 today going down to 12 tonight. We're in the middle of winter, folks. What do you expect? Weather brought to you by Sun Chevy. 2024 starts with great incentives on the Trailblazer, Blazers, Equinoxes, and Silverados. That's sunchevy.com and Sun Chevy, Route 19 in McMurray. When it comes to the NFL playoffs, man, you got to win it one game at a time, right? I know it's a cliche, but cliches are true. When you bet the NFL playoffs on FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge, one game can mean a lot of wins. Man, do we have great games this weekend. I can't wait for them. I think Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes have a shootout. I do. I go over on everything possible. FanDuel America's number one sportsbook has all your favorite bets, money line spread, prop bets, whatever you want. And any day there's a playoff game, FanDuel giving all customers a no-sweat same-game parlay. That means when you combine all your bets for a chance at a bigger payday, 
you'll get bonus bets back if your SGP doesn't win. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Starkey if you don't already have an account. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21-plus present in Pennsylvania. Minimum three-leg parlay required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.